0: You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. Attention, Denver landlords. Chris Lopez here, and today's podcast is for all the investors with a rental property in Denver. Thinking about buying a property in Denver or any agents that work in Denver. You know, A couple of years ago, Denver started working on a Denver rental licensing program. A lot of you know about it. Last year, it phased into multifamily. This year, it's single family. There's lots of confusion about it, uh, and there's also very few landlords that have complied yet. So, I got in an expert that knows the rental process. In fact, this guy did over 3,900 multifamily unit inspections last year, which is approximately about 35 to 45% of all the multifamily inspections last year. So, he's gone through the reps and knows what you need to do with Denver, knows the three top failures for what causes a unit to fail, and it's just a wealth of information. And this is Andy Rhodes with CCI, or Colorado Complete Inspection. Andy, I'm glad to have you in here because we've talked numerous times. Every time I learn a tidbit, you think, oh, this and this and this. We're gonna dive into it, man. Welcome to the podcast.
1: I'm I'm glad to be here and eager to
0: help. Yes. So let's backtrack a little bit here and kind of tell us a little bit about where the program started a couple of years ago and then, you know, where it started, the intention of it, and then we go back into what you learned with the multifamily inspections last year. I
1: think it's a, a great place to start. Um, city Council in 2000. 2000- 20 and 2021 started asking themselves who are our property owners who are our landlords there was no and and uh there was no way for them to track that there was no way for them to communicate directly with their property owners and there was also no way to guarantee some minimum habitability standards in rentals in denver what they created is this landlord licensing program they phased in last year so as of january 1 2023 if you had more than one unit at an address you were supposed to have applied for your license interesting chris i think maybe 60 70 percent of landlords did i think there was a a good portion of them that tried to do that there are some stragglers um there is a story out on at denverite uh this morning on progress on this to your point earlier, there's only 3,000 single family landlords that have applied so far. And there's about 50,000 rentals. I think you've told me that in the past, right? They're, best guess estimate? Yeah, there's somewhere between 45,000 and 60,000. Nobody really knows. That's why they have to do this program. So we're talking, I mean, what, maybe six, seven,
0: eight percent, 10% at best for single families right now? Oh, yeah, 10% at best. Yeah. Okay. So, we got a lot of single-family landlords uh, learn, uh, listening to this. So the what, what's the genesis of the, the program like?
1: What's the cost? What's the timeline? Just kind of what's the basics of it? Basics of it, um, you have to get an inspection on your rental unit. Then after your inspection, you have 90 days to complete your application. The great news is that you can complete your application with a failed inspection. Denver's giving you some time to make sure things are fixed. They know that some of these things might not be able to be fixed in that ninety days. That was a big step forward. They did that uh, four or five months ago, at the onset of the program. You didn't have that time. You had to I everything heard fixed. A lot of uh, unhappy
0: people as they went through that and. Um, the application with the fail process.
1: There were a lot of our clients who were very less than happy. That's a safe way to say that. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to keep the podcast clean. <laughs> <laughs> and so here's the great news because you know a lot of inspections he done, and as you know, Denver has also figured out the program to enroll it out. Um, we're kind of through that pioneer phase, and now we have a lot of great knowledge from you. So people have to get the inspection, and I believe they they have to do it through a independent inspector, right? It's not a Denver employee, but it's an independent inspector such as yourself.
1: Yes, uh, there are, on Denver's website, I believe there's about 30 listed uh, inspectors. Your inspector doesn't have to be on that, but they do have to have some criteria. Uh, they have to be a registered home inspector, either uh, through uh, Ashray or uh, ASHRAE is the wrong one, through uh, OSHI or InterNACHI. And then they also just like inspection. uh, Yeah. Those are those mean nothing to me. They're um, nationwide bodies that certified home inspectors. Okay. Um, Then they also have to take it one step further. So what Denver did is they created some significant hurdles for those inspectors. They wanted to make sure that you as a property owner only got somebody that knew what they were doing. Yep. The International Code Council has an R5 or a C5 designation for inspectors, residential or commercial. Okay. Now, the hard part about that is it's four tests. Each test is a couple hours. Each test takes between 40 and 80 hours worth of study. It's quite an arduous process. What we did at CCI, last year we put a whole bunch of people in our conference room and we did a whole school for it. So all of our people went through, learned together, passed those tests. Like I said, there's about 30 of them out there. The differences you're gonna find, they all are qualified but it's all on the value proposition that they bring to you. Okay,
0: um, and then beyond that, what is just the application fee and kind of like the basic stuff. So hire inspector, and then I'm sure that, you
1: know, you have to pay the inspector, and there's probably some fee with Denver, right? Right, so for right now for single family, uh, single family properties, there's a $25 application fee. Normally, the way the program is built, the application fees are supposed to be $50 for any application. Denver's cut that in half for all single family who need to have their applications in no later than January 1, 2024. Once you've got the application in on most single family, your license fees are about 50 bucks. Okay. that's good for four years. So every four years you need the
0: inspection
1: and the license fee. Yes, or if you purchase a new property, you have to do it. The license does not flow with the property, license stays with the owner. Only if it's a rental property, right? Only if not, it's a okay. rental property.
0: So if I'm, okay, so even if someone just gets inspected, you know, this year, sells it next year to a new landlord, uh, the new landlord still has to get inspected and get the license
1: fee again. Yes, you have to do both of those.
0: Okay, I'm curious, are you seeing, because yeah, I know you have the Denver Rental, you also have just like, you know, general home inspection, um, with like landlord or rental transactions, are you seeing that pop up as people are buying a rental property? Is that coming into like general inspection
1: conversations right now? It isn't. I wish it was because um, we could really help owners out doing both of them at the same time. If you need a home inspection before you're going to buy a property you intend to rent, we could do your rental inspection right there for, for very little extra cost. I think it's going to surprise quite a few buyers.
0: Wait, you could do it while you're doing basically the under contract, do the home inspection and also do the rental
1: inspection? I'd be happy to do that. Or, okay. Yeah. We could do them both. I think that's the easiest way, right? That's your easy button right there. Oh, yeah. If you're already out there. And um, that would save. So if you already have a, if you're buying it as an occupied unit and already has a tenant in it, we're not bothering the tenant multiple times. Yep. The other side of it is, I think there's a lot of people buying rental property who have no idea about this. Uh, yes
0: <laughs> there's there's uh, i I would agree with that. So cool, that's uh, something we'll definitely talk more about, and uh, a really good thing for one to start thinking about. Um all right, so we got the basics here. I know you've done thousands um of the inspections, and you know one of the first things we talked about that I learned that i was I found intriguing is you had like the top three fails. And you basically have, like, I think in the trunk of your car or in the back of your pickup truck, these things you carry around to help with the major failures to keep things simple and just get the inspection done and approved. You're right.
1: So uh, in doing these, it became clear to us people failed for, for three main reasons. First reason, believe it or not, is smoke detectors. Denver's requirements, it's a little bit different than fire code, right? Denver requires a smoke alarm in every bedroom. So a lot of older units don't have those. Yep requires a carbon um, carbon monoxide detector within 15 feet of each bedroom. So if yep. you have bedrooms in a basement, bedrooms on the multiple, or bedrooms on the top floor, you'd need two of those units. And then they also require a fire extinguisher in the kitchen. And if your tenants, if, if you own property, and your tenants are anything like my past tenants, that fire extinguisher that you may or may not have put in there is usually on their camper, RV, or on their boat, and it's no longer in your kitchen. It's the- most common fail. That's um, That <laughs> we see, totally see, right? <laughs> they're, uh, they're portable, and, and that's good and bad, right? They have to be portable, but since they're portable, they usually walk away from where us landlords yep. put them. To your point, that's our number one fail. And what we did was we created, uh, we call it our fire safety bundle. It's an all or nothing package. And the reason it's all or nothing, Chris, you may say that you've got great smoke detectors, but you don't have a carbon or you don't have a fire extinguisher. I don't know that because I've never been to your property yet. So the only way we do that is when you place your inspection order, you say, yes, I want it. We come out, we put all new units in. We guarantee that you pass that portion of it. Brilliant. So that's just, I mean, it's easier. It
0: saves multiple trips and just those half day Home Depot runs back and forth, which I do not enjoy.
1: If you're like me, I don't know how to go to Home Depot once in a day. If I go to Home Depot, I gotta plan at least two trips. <laughs> right? Uh, I have all the best of intentions, and I always get home without one thing the The other reason um and this is more over the past two or three years, I have to go to two or three Home Depots to find what I want usually, and I know I'm not as good as most of the people listening to this at looking online to see what they have in the inventory. Um, that's why we created it. We don't. Keep it in each truck, and I'll tell you why. We only do it at the time you order because I don't want you to ever question whether or not we failed you just so we could charge you for a fire safety Mm. bundle. And I think that that's part of what makes CCI CCI. We're going to do some of those things just so that you never have to question that integrity. I like it. The other two most common fails, GFCIs and bathrooms. So Denver's requiring you have those on a GFCI, and it has to be part of a circuit. So uh, a couple of things to point out. You don't have to have that little trip button in your bathroom, but it has to be on that circuit. The next, uh, and, and then the third most common is, believe it or not, a pressure release valve on your water heater. So What exactly to, does that do? Um, that's there for a safety, uh, safety mechanism so that your water heater doesn't overheat and explode. It relieves the steam or the pressure if, uh, if worst case scenario, it starts to build up. Mm-hmm. There's two parts to it. You need that valve and then you also need the pipe that comes down to a drain. So a lot of ones, um, a lot of water heaters have those valves installed. It's been uh code for quite a while. Okay. But where we see either your tenant moved it or your guy that installed it forgot to do it is that pipe down to a drain. Yeah. And you really need that because we don't need steam or water going in your basement and causing a different type of problem.
0: Oh Yeah. So those are, so part of the package you take care of the, we're only doing the fire safety fire and safety. Okay.
1: Right. We're not licensed electricians, so I, I don't want to open up that can of worms with, yes. with property owners. And then I also, we really thought about how to do the, the piping for the water heaters, but none of my guys want to carry around 15 sizes of PVC, mm. all the different glues to do it. And you and I both know that half the drains in our basements don't really work. So I don't want you calling us back and saying, hey, you put it to the wrong drain.
0: Right. That that makes sense. All right. So top three fails. That is great information to know. Um, and then I know you said you've had a lot of single family landlords say, Hey, I don't want to get inspected now. I'm gonna to wait towards the end of the year, you know, to you know, just get it done towards the end of the year and you don't recommend it because you saw a lot of issues in the multifamily last year. So walk us through the process and why people should not probably do it sooner rather than later.
1: Uh, I'll give you some experience. Last year, we started talking to our multifamily landlords in June, July, and August. Said, hey guys, this is coming. We need to set this up. We need to get this rolling. And they said, I don't have to apply until January 1. Guess what? Everybody else had the same thought. Denver had such a backlog that I've had people, we did their inspections in October and they just got their license approved in April. Let's hold on. Let's do some math here. October, November, December, January, February, March, and April. That's a seven-month backlog. On the multifamily side, there were 5,000 licenses so far. About 5,100 that have been granted. On the single family, we already talked about it. Forty to 60,000. If they had a six month backlog on 5,000, how long is the backlog gonna be on 30, 40,000? Probably more. I would encourage everyone to get their inspection and application in as soon as possible because I don't want Denver to go out and I don't believe they're doing it maliciously. I do. I believe they're doing it because they're trying, right? I don't want them to put a violation notice on your front door because all that does is scare your tenants and it probably causes you as a landlord a lot more headache. If you did your inspection and application now, it's still the $25 application fee, and it's only 50 bucks for four years. So, I mean, you're saving three, four, five, six bucks? You're, I did some math. If, if you waited um, until December to do it, you're saving about $6.50 over a four-year period. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> That's a no-brainer <laughs> math there. Well, um, let's bring up one more thing on that. The other reason I would tell you to get this process started early, if, so I had a rental property. If you're like me, I hadn't been in it in five or six years. So I may not know all the conditions that are there. I'm not going to say my tenants were bad tenants or, 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 or anything, but I had a couple of small leaks. There were a couple of different things. I would want enough time to fix those so that I didn't wait to do my inspection until December and then uh-oh I have a 3 or a 4 week process to schedule a plumber and get somebody in yeah. to take care of those. If you do it now, the like I said before, the greatest thing is you can apply with a failed inspection and then you've got plenty of time to fix that, update your application and still get everything done before January 1. Great.
0: I I like that a lot. Um, and so far, you know, we're we're just through quarter one here this year. And I know you've done some single family rentals. Have you started noticing like patterns or trends as you've shifted more towards single family yet with your business, or just you know, in like what's going on with properties?
1: There's a lot more confusion. So in the multifamily arena, right? We did one client, and that one client had 1,100 inspections. We were able to train their maintenance teams who were able to do it. Well, on the single-family side, there's a lot more, wait, I have to do what? And then how do you work through that? Should I look at that checklist beforehand? My recommendation is yes. If you email... This sp- is a Denver rental inspection checklist? Exactly. Okay. And if you email special at specialatmyccipro.com, we'll send you a link to that checklist. We'll also send you your tips and your prep steps to make sure you pass that inspection. And then we took the time, so it took one of my people about seven hours watching all the YouTube videos online to walk through Denver's application process. On the multifamily side, they had teams of people paid to do that. On the single family side, sometimes it's your property manager and sometimes it's you. And if it's you, We'd like to save you the four or five hours of prep time, give you all the things that you're going to need to know when you do it so that you don't start, stop, start, stop. Or, like a lot of our clients, start filling out an application and go, uh oh, I don't have any of this. Stop to go get that information and then forget to start it again. That That's my applications. <laughs> <laughs> there is a key there, right? From the date of your inspection, you have 90 days to file your application. Okay, If you get to 95 days, we as your inspectors are supposed to have to come out and do a whole new inspection. Mm. I would rather not have to charge you and do a whole new inspection, Chris. So we're going to try to prod you and help you and remind you, Chris, you've got 45 days left. You really need to get on this. Chris, you've got 40 days left. You, I, I kid you not, um, or I guess I should say I won't kid you, we won't send you an email every five days. But we are going to check in with you, make sure you did that. Dude, I love it. That is fabulous.
0: So um, I know as we talked about uh, doing this podcast, I'm going to do some webinars here to go into more detail so people can ask questions as well. You were putting together uh, just some special offers for our viewers, our listeners, our clients. Run us through just kind of like journal ballpark for for cost, timeline, and your offer if you don't mind.
1: Well, Sure. So our regular inspection fee is $195 for a single family. That's right in the market. There's some at 179, there's some a little bit higher. There's a couple that are very high. It all depends on value. There's some inspectors that are gonna do a little bit more. Um, We add a picture-based report. So Denver, all they want is a fillable PDF with those 28 checkpoints. I think that's a good start, but while we're out there, once again, if you're like me and you weren't in that rental property for four or five years, we wanna take enough pictures so that you get a good idea of what's going on. that's in addition. Now my personal recommendation, take that picture-based report and put it in your pocket. Your attorneys will thank you later in case anything happens. A special. I told you that Denver's doing half, uh, half off their application fee, so it's not 50, it's 25. Yep. I want you to get this process started sooner rather than later. So if you email special at my CCI pro, just for your listeners here, Chris, we'll do $25. Off that applic or off the inspection cost to cover the other half of your application. So you get it for free then, right? Your application will be free. It'll cost you fifty bucks to get your license.
0: I love it. So that's a good offer. Again, uh, we'll make sure that email is in the uh, in the show notes below. If you have trouble, email me or email down there somewhere. Yeah, it'll be down there somewhere. It'll be somewhere on the page. You guys know how it works in the internet. Um, so that's cool. I I definitely recommend like all Denver landlords out there. Uh, if you self-manage, obviously make sure you're on top of this. I would recommend giving Andy and CCI a call. I've been really impressed getting to know you the last six weeks, talking about your business and talking clients and talking details. Um, secondly, if you have your properties managed by a property manager, I, I think it's safe to assume your property manager is on top of it. But uh, what's the saying? Trust, but verify. Uh, you know, reach out, just make sure that everything's on, on timeline or anything you need to do with my recommendation. Cause you get, we're talking, you know, a couple dollars over the year, and that's something you don't want to get wait to the last minute in my mind,
1: Chris, we've worked with quite a few property managers already. I really like getting in at the start so that we can help you on your processes. So if you are a property manager watching this, we've already taken the head account for you. I've got all of your steps down. I have exactly how you can walk your tenants through it. We've got language to inform tenants of why this is happening, what's going on. I have uh, windows. I mean, we've gotten it down to almost all leases require 48 hours advance notice. Our system won't let you schedule a rental inspection less than 48 48 hours because we don't want to violate your leases. Mm -hmm. So we've really taken the time to work with landlords and to to understand that from the self-managed side and the property management side either way send an email to that special at my cci pro we can get you some free information we can get you those tips and tricks and if that 25 dollars off the application fee helps out we'd love to do all of this
0: awesome andy thank you so much we're gonna have you come back on here and uh we are doing a webinar soon on the denver rental inspections maybe before out this podcast so you know check the calendar email me and we've had lots of other conversations about just home inspections in general, uh, some investing in general as well. So we will definitely have you back and dive into more topics. But as we all know, I think the most pressing thing for most Denver lands right now is probably the Denver rental inspection. So I appreciate you coming on here, taking all this knowledge you learned over the last year or two of doing these inspections, uh, sharing with us and helping our clients get through. So thanks so much, Andy.
1: Thank you very much, Chris. And I know that my team back at the office it's not just me. He gave me way too much credit by saying I did all these inspections. I have a whole team of inspectors. We have a whole team of client coordinators. I've got an entire team to help you. It's not just me, because trust me, I couldn't manage all of this. I love it. And that's one of the things that I, that made me excited to
0: bring on here, because you actually have like, yeah, the infrastructure set up and you have really good, where I can tell, like just systems and processes to make it easy. And that's how you get things done. It's all about value,
1: Chris. Uh, if I can't add value to the relationship, I don't think I should be in it. I love it. Andy, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll be having you all again soon, man. All right. Take care.